0: Feeling better. Looking better. Making life better. It's Life Tips. Life, 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 we'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Life Tips Show, everyone.
1: Byron White here, your host. I'm here with Harvey Doigendorf. Harvey, welcome.
2: Thank you. Glad to be on your show.
1: Thanks for have, for being here. Let's see. You're the author of The Other Kind of Smart, which is diving into the wonderful emotional intelligence uh, uh, part of of, of the, the intellect of, of our brain. Can you tell us a little bit about emotional intelligence and your, your great book?
2: Well, emotional intelligence is our, basically our ability to... Uh, recognize understand uh, and to manage our own emotions and the emotions of others around us and my book was basically written uh, as a way for everybody uh, to uh, uh, get a quick overview of emotional intelligence uh, to uh, learn what it is to see what it looks like in real life uh, there's stories of people that they will probably recognize in there they themselves or brother, neighbor, whatever, and and people using emotional intelligence or or people not using it well. And then at the end of every story, uh, explaining a different aspect of it, there's tips that people can use to increase uh, their emotional intelligence in those areas if they recognize that this is uh, something that they could use some help in. And uh, there's even a little quiz at the back of the uh, book that they can check out their own emotional intelligence. So it's a fun, easy-to-use book that people can use just to to get a to to get into it right away to start using it in everyday life.
1: Terrific! Now, before we get into the book and what people are going to learn from it, I want to just ask you a little bit about um emotional intelligence itself are you a believer that there are different types of intelligence if you will um, and if so what what are the other types of intelligence and how does emotional intelligence balance with that overall uh you know capacity to to understand and to to think
2: well there's the of course the um, cognitive intelligence the IQ that that we all know about and that's our ability to to reason and to take uh concrete ideas and thoughts and, and put them together. Uh, there's another aspect of um, called social intelligence, which is actually, I think, just sort of a, uh, a version of, of emotional intelligence, uh, our ability to, you know, get along with others, to, to make uh, connections with others. Uh, and uh, the emotional intelligence of, is, uh, with, with uh, IQ, it, uh, of course, it's a very powerful combination if we have a high IQ and we have a good emotional intelligence. We're very, we're very well set up for life, but, but there's a lot of people that uh, have high IQs that we know that don't have emotional intelligence, and we know those people from you know, high school from our, uh, and, and that really struggle in life, yet there's people that didn't do so well in school, don't aren't necessarily have high IQs that are doing very well because they have the emotional intelligence, so um, it, uh, it's a very important aspect for us to, to be successful.
1: When you look at successful people, um, you know you mentioned they they they're, they tend to have an ability to have both cognitive and emotional, and my guess is maybe even social intelligence. Have you have you done some surveys and really concluded that that a it's rare to have it all, <laughs> and and b well, there tends to be gaps uh, in 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 most humans as they're configured, if you will, if that's if that's a word I could use.
2: Well, the, the research that, that uh, has been done out there on the uh, basically uh, the connection between uh, IQ, for example, and, and emotional intelligence is is that there there is no there is no real connection. So somebody with a really high IQ uh, may have high emotional intelligence, or or they could have low emotional intelligence too. So as IQ goes up, emotional intelligence doesn't necessarily. So it seems to be. Kind of a you know a situation that is is random, I mean again, if um, IQ is important, but uh, uh, if it's coupled with emotional intelligence that, that means that we can really take uh, advantage of the high IQ but uh, if it's not, we can have a high IQ and, and if we're unable to get along with people uh, for we uh, really won't be able to take advantage of our of our IQ. Mm. Uh, Yeah.
1: Can you test emotional intelligence?
2: We there are uh, some tests uh, out there that uh, can test emotional intelligence. Uh, There is a a little quiz again at the back of uh, the other kind of smart. Uh, It's it's not a it's serious quiz. I tell people it's just for people to get a a, a sort of a to check out your emotional intelligence to get a flare for. But there are some official tests out there. Yes, uh, there are a number—there are a <coughs> about three or four—that have been developed. Uh, the, the one that I that I've been uh, certified to do is called the Baron EQI, and it's the first uh, official test of emotional intelligence, and uh, it was—it's uh, been approved by the American Psychological Association. So uh, that is uh, one of the official tests. There are two or three others that have been. Uh, developed uh, over time and uh, are recognized as as uh, being uh, valid tests.
1: What are some of the signs of a uh, of 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 someone that's lacking emotional intelligence?
2: Well, some of the signs would be somebody that makes inappropriate uh, remarks, somebody that is that is that is rude, uh, insensitive to others, sort of lacking lacking social skills, lacking what you call social graces, Uh, somebody that doesn't, uh, has the inability to make friends, somebody who can't sort of speak impulsively without thinking things through, uh, acts impulsively. Uh, We can think of uh, people who Ted Bundy and Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, are two people with very high IQs who just didn't, Really fit into society, uh, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we've all known people like that that are very awkward. They're awkward socially, very bright people, uh, but uh, IQ-wise, but but uh, just are lacking social skills, lacking sort of the self-control, the self-knowledge, which which uh, is what emotional intelligence is all about.
1: Yeah. Do you tend to be able to pick up on these problems at a young age and, and, and be in a position to to affect these problems or to to offset these problems if you know at a younger age if you can catch these problems?
2: It's really interesting the so, emotional intelligence is quite new but it's actually being uh, coming into the school systems and the british uh, the, the, the British school system is actually, Implemented a program in their school system. Uh, it's called the social-emotional aspects of learning, and it starts in 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 their earlier grades. and And because they're having a problem with bullying, what they're trying to get uh, kids to to do at an early age is try to recognize how they're feeling, uh, manage their feelings, uh, try to you know, and 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 teach them to get along with, with uh, other children. So, uh, hopefully, it's going to be coming into our school system. Uh, at an early age in in the in the near future, because uh, I see it I see it happening, and it's it's really, really needed uh, at an early age because kids really need to know uh, to to how to get along with each other. That's a very important <clears throat> skill that we're not being taught now in schools. you
1: You've been an author, a coach, and a speaker on this topic for for at least ten years, maybe more now. Do you think there's any connection between uh, you know, processed foods and dyes, and you know the, the, the increasing uh, diagnosis of ADD and ADHD to food and nutrition and health and chemicals. You know, to, to how the brain is, is developing.
2: Mm, interesting question. I've never, I, I've never been um, asked that from that perspective. It's quite possible that uh, you know, if we're eating unhealthy foods, they may have some effect. Uh, on our brain, and it, it it'll of course have a uh, you know a negative uh, effect on our emotions. Our, our emotions are affected by our by our health, and of course, so is our uh, development of our brain. And and uh, you know, the better we feel physically, the better we're going to feel emotionally as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, um, how does this tie in with anger management and the whole wave that we're seeing? now with anger management being a a term used with a lot of uh, people that are in high stress jobs or uh, high stress points in their life going through a divorce or other things and uh, you know an uncontrollable outburst of anger uh, you know is that all tied into emotional intelligence?
2: Yes well it is it is to an extent we see a lot of Incidents of of road rage. I had a mm. alert alert up on road rage, and every day I would get situations where people, you know, people were actually shot, were killed, and, and, and things, and in road rage every every single day. And wh- what we can do is, it's uh, we can learn to control our, our emotions by a number of ways. So if, if we're if we're starting to go out of control, for for example, uh, what I was doing the other. Uh, a few months ago, I was driving along in the the right-hand lane, okay? Uh, somebody, all of a sudden, pulled right in front of me. Of course, uh, readily, I got upset. So my first impulse was, okay, one hand, I'm going to give him the horn, and the other hand, the finger. But what I what I started <laughs> to do, uh, and that only takes a split second, okay? But it it, it, it and you know, thinking that, what I was thinking, this jerk here doesn't care about us, he doesn't care you know, how many lives he endangers or whatever, the fact that he's going to slow down a whole lane of traffic, he's probably just decided at the last minute he's going to turn right. Okay, so th- those thoughts went through my, my mind in a split second. But anyways, before I acted on those thoughts, I started automatically counting to, to 10, 1,000, 2,000. And while I started counting, uh, it only took a, a split second for for me to cool off enough so I wasn't going to do what I originally intended to and, mm-hmm. and because our our minds can only hold, hold one thought at a time, and if we take away, uh, get away from that thought of, of doing something impulsively, mm-hmm. we're not going to do it. And while I was doing that, I was starting to think, I wonder if he's going to really, really turn. I just became more curious than or, or, angry, and then all of a sudden I heard there's a siren coming down the middle lane. Actually, he, he was getting out of the way of an ambulance, and can you imagine how I would have felt if I had acted on my first impulse? Mm-hmm. But that's a way we can control uh, if we have problems with, with, with outbursts, with, with not being able to control anger. Find a way, when we're feeling that impulse, to momentarily distract ourselves from it. Whatever works for you. Counting to, counting to ten, if you have elastic on your wrist, pull it. Anything that distracts you momentarily, you won't do it. Now, that won't solve the underlying problem of, of, of anger, but it can keep us from getting in, making our situations worse while we can go and, and, and get some help working on that anger. Uh, emotional intelligence helps us manage better in everyday life and, and live better. But, but if we have some underlying issues that's causing us anger, uh, we need to go and get some professional help with it some ways of, of dealing with that.
1: I'm going to ask you, after we come back from the break, a really important question of uh, something that I learned, and that is the the, uh, the power of actually... Uh, Swearing and whether it can help calm your mind and actually put ease. Let's take a break, everybody. Right back in just a second.
0: Life Tips will be right back after this short break.
1: Two, one,
2: booster ignition.
1: Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff introducing a sender cart a sender cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy to use seo tools that will help build keywords titles and tags for top search engine rankings get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at ascendercart.com. A S C E N D E R C A R T.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank at bruceclay.com.
0: LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts back with Harvey. Harvey, welcome back.
2: Well, thank
1: you. It's good to be back. So, swearing.
2: <laughs>
1: it It's an interesting concept, but I'm, I've been, uh, I believe I was reading perhaps an ink magazine. I'm not sure where I read this article, but um, it talked about uh, relieving stress and um, and how swearing might uh, force the brain to actually after you of course make the public swear uh you know to to then somehow be relieved or release uh, tension is that
2: mm-hmm. possible it can relieve tension yes uh, when we swear as long as we're not swearing at somebody if we're just swearing at, at a situation and it's not a situation where where um, you know it's it's totally going to be uh, embarrassing to us or it's, it's a, a it's a situation where, where swearing, you know, is, is is accepted. It it can relieve some stress being, uh-huh. being able to immediately vent. It will it, relieve some of our frustration right away. So it does it does give us an opportunity to, to cool down a little bit, yeah. Yeah, we'll feel better after.
1: But isn't there a bigger problem possibly related to emotional intelligence? namely the public swearing and thinking that that's okay and you know flaunting the emotional muscle if you will in your body that uh, you know I- I- is this perhaps a symptom and not a cure of, of stress
2: well it, it it can be if it's if it's inappropriate and if it's if it's used if it's used to 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 excess actually uh, if if it, if it's inappropriate it's funny because i was um we we notice that when it when it's totally inappropriate i was just talking to somebody uh the other day about the uh, on golden pond and he, he was he said he loved the movie it's it's a classic but he didn't know why there was, had to be so much swearing in it okay it was a situation where i mean it, 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 if, if it's a very very stressful situation uh, you know if, if if it's a situation um you know a war time whatever you expect that 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 kind of need to vent that, that that need to 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 express yourself as forcefully as you're able to and sometimes there's no more that swearing is is the best way to do it there's no more forceful way to do that that's appropriate but swearing in situations where it's totally not appropriate where people don't do it is 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 something that that yeah it's Somebody who does it all the time uh, needs to do some work on that and find a better way to express themselves.
1: Can you imagine any line of business that would uh, that would benefit from from EI screening or testing?
2: Oh, there's probably every every business out there would benefit from. Uh, some EI screening or, or, or testing or
1: how would that work? Would there be a physical test? You mentioned some tests that were being used, um, you know. But you know, how can you actually screen for emotional intelligence? And 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 when you discover high levels of of EI, is that a good thing or a bad thing?
2: Well, I could give you an example of an organization that actually. Used it and used it quite effectively. It's actually the the, um, the U.S. Uh, the U.S. Air Force. A number mm-hmm. of years ago, they were looking for they were having a problem keeping uh, recruiters, and of course they they were hiring from other branches of the military, and and they had lots of uh, tools, lots of uh, sort of aptitude tests and that, and and uh, but the problem was that uh, a year later they found they were losing 50 percent of these recruiters, so they didn't know what to do and it was costing a lot of money, it cost thirty thousand to train a recruiter. So uh they they called uh somebody who was um, did emotional intelligence testing and uh, asked them to, to look into this and what he did was he took the people who were making and in, in uh, recruiters it's it's it was very easy to see who was successful and who wasn't because they had quotas. And the ones that were successful were were making their quotas or exceeding, tested them found out that they were high in a couple of areas, independence, also high in empathy, which meant that uh, they could understand. They were able to, to read people quite well and, and, and you know knew when somebody had potential or somebody was just wasting their time, was a tire kicker. Also, there are people who had to work very independently. They had to travel around the country. They had to spend time alone and, and people who could handle that. And I also found the top recruiters were... Uh, spending more time on the golf course, so they weren't working harder, but they they were working more more effectively, working smarter, in other words. So what they did was they the the people that they uh, were uh, interviewing, they administered the test to, uh, the the bar on EQI, and after they did a few other things to an in interview, but uh, they hired on the basis of people that were high, in the areas of empathy and independence. A year later. They kept eighty three percent of the recruiters just based on that uh, that difference of of doing the uh, looking for people with a certain uh, level of uh, emotional intelligence so um, it was very effective, and the Air Force continues to use that uh, they're they're now hiring people that are uh, parachute rescue people and these are people that it costs like three hundred thousand dollars to train because they have to apparently uh, be pilots and, and everything. They have to fly into remote areas and they have to rescue people that are down. So because it costs that much money to to train lot of these people, they're using emotional intelligence testing uh, mm. to make sure that they get the people that have the right types of uh, attributes that, that they're going to stay with the job. <laughs>
1: Uh, you'd be an interesting person to do a walk-through analysis of a company. When you meet some, when you meet people, can you can you perceive what what their what their EI is? I mean, can you do you have that ability to uh, judge someone's emotional intelligence uh, after talking with them or meeting them? Do you have a sense for that?
2: I have a I have a pretty good sense about people. I I always have sort of had that. I guess innate ability to really. Uh, some people it's more difficult than others. Some people, uh, you you have to spend some time uh, with them, around them, and 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 see them, you know, in, in groups of people interacting and things. But there are other people that 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 you get a very very strong sense right away that the, these are very uh, very um, emotional, intelligent people uh, have good relationship skills than other people. You can right away tell that, that, that you know there's some awkwardness there. There's going to be some some gaps.
1: Uh, what would you guess that my uh, my my EQI score would be?
2: Well, I think yours would be uh, would be fairly high. I, I haven't <laughs> because I haven't seen you. I've only spoken to you over the phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's hard to assess that.
1: I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you you yeah. are in fact. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Some Thank of you i for can
2: the, only tell by looking at you and, and, and sort of uh, seeing your, your your facial reactions and, uh-huh. and body gestures and things yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i like it i like it thanks for the thanks for the vote of good faith you are in fact certified to administer the the what's called the bar on eqi tell, tell us how you got that certification and and what you're able to do as a result of that
2: well I, i'm able to the bar on eqi was is really the first uh, it's the uh, the first really official test of emotional intelligence. It's still the the, the one that's most widely used today, and, and mainly in business. and And I had to take a some certified certification training, and and uh, part of that training was to to be able to administer the test, how to answer questions when people are taking the test, uh, to, and giving feedback on the test to people because it's important to to um, you know understand where people are coming from. To be able to answer questions, uh, there there, ha- there have been in the past people that have, have uh, offered this test online, but it's, it's it's not a good way to take it. It's it, the only way to really do this test is to sit down with somebody, and uh, give them the results uh, sort of one on one. And then- so,
1: ask the questions one on one. Tell me how the actual test works. You well, you would sit with me one on one and 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 go through yeah. a series of questions. Yeah.
2: Well, I would I would sit with you and I would give you a, a set of questions which would be uh, there's 133 questions and you would you would answer uh, either always true of me or never true of me at, at the other at the other end of the extreme and and um, you know just different types of questions and sometimes you would find doing the test it's the same question that's asked sort of in a
1: in different a, way
2: different way yeah yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, say, and are you uh, left uh,
1: with a score in the end of the day, or are you left with an actual physical score?
2: Yes, you're left with a overall. Well, you're left with a – it's quite an extensive test. Uh, it's about um, – the, the one that I've done most of it that is about 12 pages. You're, you're left with an overall score. And then there are, there's, there are really 15 areas that it scores you, and it gives you an overall score. And uh, the average out there. The only thing the same with the, with the bar on EQI and IQ is that the the average is 100. So it'll give you a, an overall score. It will score you in give you a score in all the 15 areas. And then there are five major sub areas in those 15 areas. Give you a score in that, and it would point out the the high areas to you. And it also give you advice. It'll give you some feedback on areas that. Uh, you could use some help on. That's uh, some improvement on. Tell you certain things that you 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 could do to to increase uh, in those areas.
1: It, could it be administered with a multiple choice questionnaire and online and give someone some feedback on where they stand and and how they might be able to improve their their EI?
2: It could be done online. Uh, I suppose the ideal way, of course, is to. To sit down with somebody, what, the, 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 what you're, what you're missing uh, when you're giving feedback would be seeing the person, seeing their reaction. Uh, you're, you're getting lots of additional information when you're sitting fa- um, facing somebody than when you cannot see the person. Yeah, I suppose you might be able to do it on.
1: How are you taking night what you Yeah. How are you taking what you're seeing and putting that into the results of the exam?
2: Well, test. what I'm doing, if I'm giving feedback to somebody and, 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 and I'm seeing a, a look, you know, that they're, you know, they look confused, do they look worried or, you know, look uh, upset or, you know, I, I, I can take that in and check it out with them, um, you know, I, I, how they feel about the results, uh, you know, you look shocked or whatever, whereas I can't, when I can't see you and I, and I have to do it online, um, I'm not able to get as good a read on on, what what your take is uh, on I the see. results of it? Yeah. But is
1: the answer uh, is, is each answer always uh, always or never true? So it's it's it, do you have to? Yeah. That's what you, as the person administering this, have to make a decision on. Well,
2: this, so
1: if somebody says like sometimes you know, I yeah. do throw a rock yeah. across the room and I'm yeah. mad.
2: No, <laughs> you, you would have to do. You would have to decide that as a person taking the test. I see um, how to answer. Yes, yeah, and uh, basically, it's it's you know don't don't think about it too much. Whatever comes comes yeah. up for you, uh, you you could overthink the answer and think yourself out of what the answer that you really would like to put down. So, yeah.
1: you're you're also a member of the Human Capital Institute. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Well, it's an organization that uh, has. Uh, uh, workshops and they have teleseminars and, and uh, um, the online as well. You can you can become a member and uh, they have all kinds of different seminars uh, to do with uh, relations in in the workplace um, and uh, you can sign up and take in these teleseminars and they're excellent. They're they're always putting out new ones. They actually have a, a conference every year, although. Uh, I haven't been to their conference yet, but it's something that uh, I plan to take in the future. Great organization.
1: Who who are members of the Human Capital Institute? Human resource um, professionals, psychiatrists, yeah. psychologists.
2: Human resource professionals. Uh, there are a lot of uh, executives for uh, companies that that belong. And you know, there's all there's always ideas. A lot of the ideas are around uh, uh, you know styles of management, uh, ways to. To manage people, um, you know, uh, you know that type of thing. So there's a, a lot of it's 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 a networking organization as well. It is mm-hmm. it's, it's information sharing as well. It's it's very good for that as well.
1: In um, one more organization, Toastmasters. I've I've heard great things about Toastmasters. Could you could you tell us a little bit about your experience there?
2: Toastmasters is a great organization. I go once a week and. Not only to learn to speak uh, and, and to be confident getting up in front of a group of people and being able to speak and being able to think on your feet when you're speaking gives a lot of practice, but it's also a great social um, interaction that goes on at Toastmasters, uh, you know, learning to, to, to deal with all kinds of uh, different people in, in the club. And it's it's. Uh, it's I, I found it a great organization for actually boosting emotional intelligence. You, you learn... Uh, about different people in the club uh mm-hmm. to learn um you know about their emotional makeup you learn about yourself how you react to different situations so <laughs> it's a, a, a just a great organization i look forward to going to the meetings and uh, every single weekend yeah
1: gotcha um Sounds really cool. Um, well, as we wrap up here, you have so much knowledge about boosting emotional intelligence. Do you have any tips and advice for us on 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 how to how to find a boost in your emotional intelligence?
2: Well, actually, just uh, uh, the, the the one thing. I mean, basically, if we, if we boost our happiness, if we can be you know uh, happier, then we'll our emotional intelligence has come up. And it's actually found that people are... But if we're positive, it's found that uh, people that are positive can increase their productivity um, 31%. And uh, then if they're negative, and salespeople can actually sell 30%, 7% more. They even found that doctors, when they're in a positive state, they can uh, diagnose a 19% more accurately. So, But there's things we can do to be positive, is, is every day... Uh, practice uh, gratefulness, uh, like every morning or evening, for at least 21 days. Write down three different things you can be grateful for. Make them three different things every day. Will get us into this. We'll we'll start our day uh, getting into a positive space, looking at the positive side. Uh, hmm. we'll, we'll find that the day goes better when when we're thinking uh, positively. And the other thing is to be social. Uh, any situation that we can, we we have a Try to develop a social network, whether at work, whether we're at home or, or wherever. Uh, if, if we're uh, retired, not working, you know, get out there, volunteer, do uh, whatever, but but get some sort of a social network going that, that uh, supports you. Uh, praise others. If you're able to, you know, find somebody that's doing something well, make it sincere, but make a habit of, of praising others, look for things that people are doing uh, that you like, and, and uh, you know even at work, send them a quick email or or just tell them. Um, that that really makes uh, makes people's day. And it makes it makes people that are saying it makes your day as well. So a lot of things. Setting small goals. Uh, if you're looking at a big task, uh, that's pretty daunting. Uh, break it down into little things. When we're doing little things, um, uh, and and we're successful, we get something done. Uh, we're able to chip away at those big jobs much easier uh, than than if we just look at it and and become frozen and but uh, uh, by by doing little things we'll feel better about ourselves uh, we'll be able to get a lot more done mm.
1: we on that very subject I'm going to tease the audience before we sign off. Um, about uh, about a a task list an electronic task list that we 've been working on for a couple of years now um, and um, I read a book some time ago called bit literacy uh, great great book, and it talked about the stress and the pressure of every day and how you you know in your normal job you 've got you know twenty seven hundred tasks that you 're supposed to complete and it seems overwhelming. And the concept was to find greater reward each day by parsing off only a few tasks that you wanted to create. And then, actually, as you get those done, cross them off so you can feel momentum, like you've you've gotten you've had a positive reward. Um, so we built some technology around around this. Um, but it occurs to me that um, Life Tips should not only offer this technology free, which we're going to do for everybody that wants to, you know, Put tasks up and manage their life better, and run a task list—maybe a personal task list at work, or even a work version that we we use here in our office. Um, but it occurs to me that some of these little nuggets, like um, you know, doing three you know three different grateful things, you know, write down the three grateful things that you're <laughs> every day. I mean, that would be a wonderful thing for people to do. Um, can we talk with you about that and, and, and some other ideas you might have, Harvey? Well,
2: sure, sure.
1: Because uh, our, our mission here, as you'll hear in a second, is to make life better. Um, and uh, we've really enjoyed having you on the show, and I think you've, you've helped us uh, 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 you know, get, get, uh, get a better grip on, on emotional intelligence. Thank you so much for being on the show today.
2: Well, thanks a lot. I've uh, enjoyed uh, being on. It's been, it's been great.
1: Well, thanks, uh, thanks again, and until uh, next week. And by the way, Harvey, how do who do you want to get a hold of you regarding any questions or speaking opportunities people may have um, they are listening well, in? And then how should how should they get a hold of you?
2: Well, they can get a hold of me by uh, uh, through my website, and and they can also. There's actually the my my book is available through the website with. Uh, uh, there's a link there to, to Amazon.com, but also they can email me through my website, which is www.theotherkindofsmart, one word, .com, or my email, which is harvey, H-A-R-V-E-Y, small case, period, E-I-G-U-Y, at shaw, S-H-A-W, dot .ca. Or I have a phone number, too, 780 uh, 757
1: Five nine four nine. Terrific! Really appreciate you being on the show. Your show will be available on uh, on iTunes as well, so people can listen in, and we'll also get a recording for you uh, as well. Harvey, thanks again for being on the show. Thank you, thank you. Right on it. Until next week, everyone. I hope your life's a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Thanks for listening to the Life Tips Show. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone.